The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Ooh. Yes, I can't scream it right now. Hi there, everybody. It's uh, 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here. It's Friday, and this is the morning sickness. Ready to go. Uh, post uh, Suns uh, playoff season. Blech, that was awful again. Carbon copy of last year. Deja vu. Man, oh, man. After the first quarter, I was just like, well... I've seen this movie before. I have not punted on attending a uh, Suns game uh, since I've gotten season tickets now. Like, what, two two years season tickets, three years are going a lot. Uh, last night, third quarter, I'm just like, that's enough. I, I just Don't blame went, yeah, I just went back to the to the Dos Equis bar with Sherry, the great bar, Tendress. And uh, just we just, me and Kevin Ray and Megan and the whole gang standing around just... That's it. See you next year. It was a debacle. Signed each other's yearbooks. Yeah, that was basically what it was. It was where uh, we're done. Touch. It was funny because after every game, it was very odd. It was very similar to that because, uh, you know, Zach Ray's there, Kevin's son, his daughter. Uh, you know, uh, God, there's tons of people you've just met over going to all these games all the time. And so, K-Radar, we're standing there. And at the end, I'm like, well, I'm going to take off. And it was hugs. We're all hugging. This was it. This was a big, big goodbye. They're normally just a fist bump. See you tomorrow. See you next time. Hugs. Kevin's on summer vacation. He's taken off to a an exotic locale, and uh, just weird. Just everybody was done, and there's still a quarter of a game left. And the one poor son of a bitch they couldn't get up and punt, and I wish he could have. Would have been Al McCoy. I would have liked Al McCoy's last words on the air to be, "Whoa, brother, f- this we're done," and then he leaves, <laughs> and then somebody else has to finish. He shouldn't have had to do that last. Not thing. the last game I was looking for. This is a. F- Nightmare. Put me in the deep freeze. What an S show. Yeah. <laughs> the sun's putting on a real show tonight. Uh, we'll see an entirely different team next year. They'll be Kevin and they'll be Devin. You're going to see many of the other people. And I. What about Coach? That's yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Big one. Look, two years in a row and you can't motivate your team to come out even with a little fire for a back-against-the-wall elimination game. Well, it was obvious. With dominate now, they just don't uh, play well. It's the difference. He's the difference. <laughs> I, I, the funny part was you got twenty plus out of campaign. You got twenty in the first half. You got uh, you know Jock Landale played really well, even though he was going to give up points. Devin Booker had twelve points. I come on. I mean, there's your game right there. Kevin Durant couldn't hit a shot the first half to save his ass. Oh, Monty was saying that. It's not official, but uh, he might have been dealing with a little bit of an injury. He had a foot injury, yeah. but it wasn't 12 points worth. No. no. Contavious Caldwell-Pope had 23, I think, in the and KD and Book. The foot injury happened that. in the game before or something? Yeah, yeah he stepped down. I used to, he was limping around the last game. Yeah, that, no excuse. None. 
And then I'm tired. I like I listen to a lot. I like you know people who don't know what they're talking about, and by that I mean women. Uh, that they that, you know. Uh, Why well, you can't get motivated for the last game because the coach. If a coach has to motivate you. Uh, for uh, coaches' jobs in the professional ranks are not to motivate you to be good at the last game. It's just not. If you can't self-motivate for an elimination game, you just you're not very driven. Uh, that's it. If you can't look at the the writing on the wall and say, "This is it," I need somebody to really pump me up. That's not it. The crowd should have pumped you up. the The atmosphere should have pumped you up. The idea of it should have pumped you up. And if, they, if those guys can't get motivated, it's not Monty's fault. He's going to catch all the heat. He's going to be the guy that was like, oh, he should probably get fired. I mean, there's no doubt there's something not right. I hated the idea that he ran out a starting lineup that had never started together before. For the la- That didn't make any sense to me. Uh, and then, you know, but you've got to motivate. But no, you don't. If you can't motivate yourself for that, you're just, you're dead inside. Do you think anybody's going to say that about the Golden State Warriors or the Lakers? Oh, they just couldn't, Steve Kerr couldn't motivate them. No, those dudes self-motivate. They are self-sustaining machines of motivation when it comes to that. You watched the, the Warriors the other night against the Lakers in an elimination game and what they did. And they come out and they're like, you're not pushing us off the cliff. The Suns seem to like demotivate themselves when they're up against the wall. Man, it was flat. They Ooh. did nothing. In the first quarter, I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad. Keeping up. Campaign's giving you points. This is nice. And then, you know, before the one. then it was... It was a 12, 15-point deficit, and I'm like, how did that happen so fast? And like, they you're just depending on playing. campaign. You don't want to do that. I know, and that's the – no one else, you know, one for eight or two for eight, the first – They had you know, nothing to do with it, but Durant Kevin – Durant and um, – oh, they, they were terrible. Kevin Kevin Ray and I were talking, Booker. and he said, when I saw the – and you played golf with him. He said, when I saw the list of uh, the ref crew, I knew we were in trouble no matter what because this is a crew that uh, benefits big play, like bigger guys. It's a center's crew. It's a big guy crew. They don't. They don't. They let them play. Well, they don't cater to guards getting fouled. They don't let that. You know, Devin Booker drive and you know I got bumped in. Yeah, they don't care. They're going to let that happen. Big guys get the call. Big guys get the benefit of the doubt. I tell you what, I'd rather watch Lawndale play. Oh my God, he was he was so much. Yeah, he he was. What you would expect from him. A little heart. Yeah. yeah a little push, but it didn't matter. I, I, it doesn't matter. Sun season's over. and There are people out there who can't stand the Suns. Who, uh, I got an email from a guy that said, I feel like I just want a ring. And that's a pretty hilarious comment. <laughs> uh, and he's not, you know, people who just don't like him. The true tragedy in all this nonsense is that Al McCoy is done. And you know what I started thinking last night? I love Al McCoy. I think he's great. He's the common denominator in all these years of losing. Maybe he's the jinx. It's time to get rid of Al McCoy. It's time for maybe maybe the we dark should cloud has yeah. been removed. Yeah, the dark cloud of losing is Al McCoy. And I hate to say it, but it was the same thing with uh, Shane Doan with the Coyotes. I'm like, look, they kept trying to get a guy to get his 21st year in. And I'm like, why? They've done nothing but lose with Shane Doan. The 20 years of Shane Doan being there and 20 years of them doing nothing... Maybe he's great, maybe he's not, but I see a common denominator in failure, and it's Shane Doe. The hockey fans went bananas. I can't believe he'd say it. Well, prove me wrong. I'm going to say the same thing about the great Al McCoy. You know, now it's undeniable that for his 50-plus years of broadcasting, nary a championship. And you look back and you go, wow, that team was really good. Uh, who's there today that is uh, that was there then? And it's always he's the only one. 70s teams. 80s teams, 90s teams, owners have changed, you know, equipment managers, 
trainers, not a soul is the same, except one. And now it's time we kick that loser to the <laughs> curb, I say. Get out of here, McCoy, I'm done with you. I've been praising him for way too long. I'm like, wait a minute, i got to spin this here. Al McCoy's the problem. If they win it next year, we'll know. He's the mush? He is the mush. He is the one that brought yeah. all the negative energy to the blackjack table. How are you guys doing? I'm up thousands, Al. Let's put a stop to that. Oh, brother, put this guy in the deep freeze. F*** you. It's all Al McCoy. It's his fault. But uh, you put that statue up of him and say, the great voice of the losing 50 years, uh, this is Al McCoy. 50 years of losing in one common denominator. i got to place it all on his shoulders. Everybody's going to put it on the coaches and everything else. It's the it's the voodoo black magic that pours out of the mouth of Al McCoy on a regular basis. Be interesting to see uh, Ishbia's checklist of things to oh, do. It's long. <laughs> it is long. He doesn't, and that's the only thing I don't want to see him do is just knee jerk the hell out of this thing. Yeah. Although it does, it's it's my my buddy Winston texted me last night and he goes, uh, "Blow it up." I think you might be right. The window. Stephen A. said that at halftime. Did he? Yeah. I didn't, yeah. He goes, oh, there are going to be changes. Oh, oh changes for sure. Yeah. Blowing it up and changes are two different things. Blowing it up is nobody's left. You got you build it around the two guys and that's it. The changes you might, might have said there's it gonna might be, changes, be that. Blow it up. Yeah, it might be that. But uh, I don't think you could. I mean, Monty's just, you know, he, he is or he isn't, but I don't. I don't see them staying. I don't think Matt Ishby is the type of guy. Look, as a Suns fan, I know that uh, I've been stealing those ribbons to get into the VIP. When uh, Sarver had it, the food was average to bad down there in this VIP section. People pay a lot of money that I, you know, have figured out a way to not pay and still get down there. Uh, once Ishbia took over, he made a comment to somebody that said the food down here is horrible. This changes today. It has been phenomenal. Everyone I've heard yeah, from the, he changes said it's unbelievable. He changes everything immediately. I mean, like it's like I don't like this. This changes now. So he is one of those people that goes after stuff like right away. So I have a feeling he's going to look at this and go, "I did not spend billions of dollars to stand pat on a team that's been bounced this badly two years in a row." We're moving on. Still the one is- guy I talked to about it says it's unbelievable. It's like walking in the front doors of Willy Wonka. Yeah, there's well, full candy. Yeah, thing. It's, it's like oh, it's great. Help the, yourself. The whole there. thing's insane down there. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. He's done an amazing thing. <laughs> Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Still owes me 10 bucks. HP does owe you money yeah. <laughs> for the parking. Ridiculous. But again, hopefully next year if they make a run again, they'll they'll figure out that uh, Sometimes yeah. watching at the arena thing because uh, that was ridiculous. I, yeah. Sometimes those garages have contracts. Yeah, so what? He still owes him ten yeah, bucks. I want my ten bucks. Him. Here's the other thing. Um, Working over HBO. Uh, people were talking. Uh, like, how can the team? I, I heard some again. A lady say the no. words. Uh, how can a team not be motivated by Al McCoy's last game? How in the world, with all that motivation, didn't they want to go? Out? I, I'm going to tell you something that uh, is going to make people like realize. 
that not one of those players has ever heard Al McCoy broadcast a game. They're playing a game. Yeah. They've never heard him broadcast. They've met Al McCoy. They know about Al McCoy. They don't know Al McCoy's catchphrases. They don't know any of it. They don't know Al McCoy. And what's more, all the games are on TV. Chances are they're not driving around during a game listening to the radio. And that's all Al does. So unless, know. unless there's a player that grew up here in Arizona, which I don't think right. there is. Well, something. there's the one kid uh, for um, uh, Corona Del Sol. He's a bench guy. Can't even remember his name right now because I don't care. Maybe. But yeah, maybe. But I mean, still, he, he's not going to have like, oh, wow, this guy's. A- they're not tied to Al McCoy and like, oh, wow, we got to do something for the for legends. Al. They don't They don't have That's not a thing. These guys are in their early 20s, mid-20s. A couple, I mean, Kevin Durant's an old man. He's 33, four. They didn't listen to Al McCoy. Nobody knows who Al McCoy is. Broadcasters do. Uh, us fans do. And we were hoping. They're not motivated by Al McCoy's last game. They're like, Al who? That little old lady that sits over there? I'm a man. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess you've been working here for, what was he, a janitor? A broadcast, amazing broadcast journalist. All right, all right. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. Shazam, these kids are brutal. So you just, you know, there was no motivation by Al McCoy. There was none of that. The team just got, here's another thing that Suns fans won't like here. You got swatted around by a better team, period. That's it. Denver's just better than the Suns. That's all. You heard, you know, after each game, uh, that was close, but they're basically saying, there's a reason why Denver was the number one seed. Because they're the best a, team in the West yeah, by a lot. Yeah, they were. They dominated from the beginning to the you know, opening tip of the season to yesterday. They've proven we're the best team. I still don't think the Suns were as bad as they looked last oh, night. No, no but I they mean, got no. you know what they got taken advantage of by Man. a team. And everybody keeps saying, "Oh, the depth and this and that." The, the the Nuggets run eight guys out on the floor. That's it. You got your five starters. And three guys off the bench, max, that you trust. The Suns, I don't know what they were doing. There were 30 guys playing. Then sometimes they couldn't trust anybody. It was it was a joke. They, you got outplayed by a better team, and you're scrambling around to do it. Anyway, that's it. Suns season over. Al McCoy, f*** off. You're done. You've been a jinx the entire time. I don't know what I was thinking. I got I, got, I fell into his trap. It was like a you know, Greek uh, character that lures you in with that sweet voice and all the kindness and everything else. You realize, oh, I've fallen into Al's black magic. It's torture, and he's the torturer, and now he's gone, and he'll pass it on to someone else, and hopefully that person isn't from Homer's Odyssey, too, and has the voice of a siren that makes you go, oh, he's great. Everything about him's great. No. Good riddance, Al McCoy. You've heard your last positive thing about yourself from me, you jinxy old loser. Here's your statue. Yeah, yeah. Here's your stupid statue. We're going to paintball it every night, you piece of <laughs> Well, brother, they have turned on me. That's right. Yeah, it, and the only the only viable thing would have been him quitting that game last night. Well, I don't need this bullshit. I'm going home. Chucked a chair out of the court. <laughs> just, it just, but it would have been so sad to watch his 90-year-old bones. He wouldn't like Kempton, trickle over the desk. Kempton would have had to help him, like, boost. It's like if Monty Burns threw it, and the chair would just knock him down once it got about him. Uh, yeah. Well, I've had it. Tim Kempton, I never liked you anyway. Gingers are of earth. What? It's called Tim Kempton the C-word, for God's sakes. You take that here, Muddy Williams, and a chair just taps Muddy Williams in the back. <laughs> you, you're fired. He ends, and I never liked you guys. And then, <laughs> wouldn't it be great? I mean, you know, the theater of it all. Well, that's my broadcast career, and this is brutal. There's a quarter left, so take that, Monty Williams, you pile of and here you go, everybody. Al McCoy signing off. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs>
man. I watch that on a loop every single day of my life. If, a, if he, he spent... Go to commercial. Go to commercial. Brady, we're at this together for, uh, what is it, 22 years now in this building. I've recently kind of come to grips with the idea that I started on radio in 1996. Jesus Christ, that's 27 years. Half. Al's done it for double that. You think if I'm broadcasting in 25 years from right now that I ain't ending it? If it's like, well, I never got in first place, so here we go. Holmberg's Morning Signal signing up. And that would be the end of it. You would hear a murder of my, like, what a waste. And he's got to go out and go, well, I enjoyed every minute of it. It would, No, you didn't. You, you, one thing was missing. Now two things were missing. No championship? Eat this. <laughs> Brains coming your way. I'm doing it. I got 23 or uh, 17 years. You got 17 left. years. And you got to go, that's it. Brady Bogan signing off. <laughs> Missed. <laughs> Yep, that's how I sign All off. All on the tentacality. Yeah, exactly. That's how I sign off if after 50 years I didn't get to the mountaintop. And then I got to act like I was happy about it. I wouldn't trade it a thing. Yes, you would. You'd trade firstborn. You'd trade wives. You'd trade everything for a championship. Just one. What a waste of time. Every up and down of I just loved my career so. Nah, do what's right. Brett cut it in half. Overnights is uh, double. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Brett put in. 25? Uh, you know, 25 years? Brett's up That's there like with dog years. Yeah, That's Brett's, like dog years. <laughs> look, had Brett, if, if Brett never got this opportunity and he was doing overnights, and then on his last day in 45 years, he goes, well, Brett Vesley signing off for the last time. Never got out of overnights. Goodbye. <laughs> you would have been like, God, finally, that guy did what was right. Here's the three-second uh, sideshow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's more drivel for 3 a.m., you piles of garbage. Overnight people just get jobs in the daytime like us humans. Anyway, Al McCoy offing himself would have been fitting. Those great moments, those Japanese Harry Carey moments of, like, pride. He killed himself with pride. Now Al McCoy's just going to waddle around the city until we... And then only the next thing we're going to hear about Al McCoy. You know what the next bit of news about Al is? We all do. And we'll be like, oh, that's a shame. But it would have been better. I mean, talk about memorable. A torrid affair on his wife. Yeah, that's what you're going to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. A three-way. A devil's threesome. <laughs> he and Kempton are going <laughs> to touch tips and tag team some hooker. Down in the zone, probably. And so then, many lawsuits. And then they're like, aren't you the great Al McCoy? Holy <laughs> I've been spotted. You'll never catch me, copper! <laughs> I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. This was not it. This was not it at all. Peter writes in, two European players, one of the Suns could have drafted, led the team that. that knocked out the Suns two years in a row. Stop Thanks, that. Aiton. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody hates DeAndre Aiton. Don't worry about it. He's going away. If he's back next year, I'm canceling my season tickets. I ain't watching that again. You run this Not back, no way. Oh, man. I will call Dylan Cook, my ticket rep, and I'll be like, Dylan, even if it's a discount back or some sort of a retro pay, I'm done. I'm not going to one game. I'm not watching DeAndre Ayton in a Suns uniform again. He looked so happy in street clothes sitting on the bench. Downloadable content for Call of Duty yeah. came out two days ago. He's thrilled. And now he's watching his team get blasted. There's no more practice. He doesn't, he doesn't have to go to work for three months. 
He is going to be so high, covered in mango juice, and playing uh, downloadable content uh, You know, for all yeah. the games he's got. I guarantee he had a PS5 in his locker while they were getting dressed. He's playing. He's packed up, and mm-hmm. he had a controller in his pocket. He was ready for anything. And I would have loved that, too. Al McCoy calling it like it is. Well, this team had a chance. It wasn't for that piece of DeAndre Ayton. The Bahamanian bust. Yeah, it, I'm surprised it, he was he wasn't wearing like roadblocks gear or some kind of video game <laughs> right, shirt. He's dressed in 16 bit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone. We're done with him. But uh, that's a shame. It is a shame. You and, hope we're done with him. Well, if we're, I'm done with him, oh, yeah. that's enough of that. I'll tell you right now. I'll be. I'll, I've hopped on bandwagons. Evidently, I'm capable of doing that. I'll jump right on that Nuggets bandwagon next year if DeAndre Ayton's back, and I'll be wearing. Denver Nug Nugs stuff. We're in Joker. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. Yeah, I'll be in the Joker's gear like crazy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That guy is. He's ridiculous. He's Larry Bird on steroids, and he's got skills of, uh, like, John Stockton and Larry Bird had a baby. It's him. He can shoot anywhere on the floor, he's, and he's a center. He's even bigger than Larry, but it's ridiculous how good he is. Yeah, Suns got beat by a better team. Al McCoy goes out in a, in a pitiful puff of nothingness. He, he was a, a baby firework that didn't – it was a dud. It was a dud. You wanted the – you got the – oh, a dud. All right, like the next one. Oh, brother, I'm not a dud. Here's one. There goes Al. Hey, look at the big explosion. Oh, <laughs> okay. This is garbage. Anybody's fan duel? I'm not even close. I had yeah. I thought Booker and, and DeAndre would go off for 70 last night. They barely scored 20 together. I got I got Joke. one of my four because I had the three pointers, and uh, Murray's the only one to hit it. KD didn't hit one. No, he was terrible. Zero. Yeah. And now people are saying, "Oh, the Kevin Durant trade was bad. Should have kept McKenna." Nah, we weren't going anywhere with any of those guys. Terrible. That's just, I don't know. Uh, does Brady wish Parkinson's on DeAndre Ayton? I do. I, yeah, Parkinson's, Parkinson. <laughs> and we're not wishing it on him. We're taking it out of Michael J. Fox, and we're giving it to We're taking it out of a decent person. And giving we're doing it to the good. Else. We're doing a good thing. It's the end of Green Mile when he spits all those bugs into Percy's mouth, and you're like, oh, he's giving him everything. Awesome. Would you take the bugs? I don't think you have to. So He's boring. gone. Such a dull, dull answer. Would you give him Parkinson's or not? Of course you don't have to. I thought about a, l- a little bit uh, doing that, throwing Parkinson's on the ref crew last night. <laughs> right, right. Last they, minute they look. said the NBA needed the tickets. Yeah, Brady That was, was what we were told. Brady was supposed to go to the game last night because he golfed with that referee, that uh, Mark, yeah. what's his name? Davis. Davis, and he was supposed to go to the game. And uh, last minute Brady texted, I'm not coming down, uh, brother. Like, okay, what's the matter? <laughs> well, evidently the NBA needs those ref tickets. Like, oh, that stinks. So they they held him out. And when your little paw got close, they went, nope, yoink, and they left. You got screwed big time. And in the first me. quarter, looking at him, like, whose seats are empty? <laughs> Nobody was still. in the seats you needed. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have been the- down in the VIP, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hilarious. We're like, yeah. Either they better, there better be some hot ladies there, or some yeah. you know we'd be easily bumped. Oh yeah, v, you know, 
Mark, Dave, uh, look, NBA referees are notorious for if you give them enough money, they'll do whatever you want. That's been known for a long time. So this Mark Davis character. What's the problem? You didn't hand over any cash. He's like, you want tickets to the game? That'd be great. Okay. And he's just looking at you like, you got to give me something then, because that's what NBA refs do. They get greased a lot. Yeah, they got... They, they're crooked, and they fix about? games. Completely fix games. <laughs> They've been doing it for ages. They've only been caught once, but they fix games. I'd have been if I was golfing with you and that guy. I'd be like, "All right, what's the secret? Like, how do I pay you? What do we do? What's uh, is it? Apple Pay? How do we what's transact? The, Venmo? Yeah, what do I Venmo you? I know that's going to be like I'll just put down yard work or something on the thing. I don't know. How do I pay you to make this go my way? And he'd have told me, "Oh, how much you got?" I'm like, "I don't know. What are we looking at? Fifty grand to screw up the first quarter? Yeah, yeah, they can do that. And then you just sit in the room and hash out what's going to happen because they're all crooked." And proof yesterday, he wouldn't even give you tickets. He probably had some lady promise to blow him and give him $100,000. Oh, yeah, I got tickets for you, baby. So many others. Yeah. Do you think Al McCoy got a congratulatory BJ when he got home? Or just hanging around the arena? No. <laughs> Somebody tried? No. I would have had I seen him. And that's a job well done, my man. You deserve a little something extra from us fans. What's going on? Whoa, brother! <laughs> Shazam! All right, come on. Just concentrate. It's all right. I haven't had one of these in ages. Carter was president. All right, shh. Just think about good things. You're that girl from the Bud Light can. Close enough. Just, <laughs> shh, just close your eyes and think about something else. Takes his son Rolex off. <laughs> That's him. I got this today for retiring. You can have it, blowjob boy. <laughs> Thanks, Al. I got him walking around with his son's Rolex. How'd you get that? Interesting story. <laughs> See, the great Al McCoy and I were hanging out after his last broadcast. I wonder if you just, I wonder what he did. That's what I'm curious about. Not so much his career. What'd you do last night? Game ends at 10. Al, you know, Al's, you know, crowd stayed around a little bit. Uh, some of them. I wasn't there. I was over at the beer garden, but. Uh, and I heard Al McCoy. And I'm like, that's nice. They're cheering for Al. And, and then uh, and he just wandered out, did his thing, grabbed his suitcase, said goodbye to Kempton. Uh, probably had a big group of people clapping for him when he went back under the bowels of the stadium and then hopped in his car and went home. Probably went to DeAndre's house, smoked a bowl, yeah. had some mango, <laughs> played some DOD. 51 and, years. Uh, yeah. And just like, that's it. Coming over to DeAndre's place for some delicious kush. <laughs> And we're going to f*** up some krauts in Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but I was just... Somebody give him a reverse handy in the car. Give him a pleasant goodbye. Was there a final rap party? You know, right. after party. If Sarver was there, it would have been a pants-free super dance, but we don't do those anymore. I don't know. So many pantsing. Oh, uh, McCoy's day. goodbye party. I guess I can do this because I don't work here. Sexually harass my... <laughs> pants come off. Helicopter! <laughs> Look at this. Old Al McCoy's hung deep. That's gravity, baby. <laughs> That's 90 years of the earth pulling down on these balls. Yuck. <laughs> I just want to thank you all for coming. What a wonderful party at the end of my career. And now to say goodbye. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's swinging that thing right. Who right fire in the mouth. me? I've got a weapon at work. Look at me. Oh, Al's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, horrible. But what are you going to do? 
It would have been more fun my way. Uh, it's just kind of petered out. Again, it's just that bottle rocket to nowhere. It's crap. And it's Arizona sports. I'm not an Arizona sports fan. I'm just not. Maybe I'm after the game, fan. I'll walk down to the zone. Just spent the yeah. night there. Hey, losers. <laughs> you, I'm out of here. See you next. I'll clean up this mess. Oh, God, no. There was Al McCoy, man. <laughs> These are his brains. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Or maybe he walked in the locker room like his cell and just started helicoptering yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Look at it go. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's all over now. Now what? You're focusing on Diamondbacks baseball during the dog days of summer. And they're decent, but they're not going anywhere. I'm talking to Scott Taylor downstairs. He goes, Diamondbacks got a 43% chance of making the playoffs. I'm like, F minus. Who cares? Ooh. Ooh. 43% chances. Wow. Throw your hooks in that. <laughs> Sign up for season tickets. How do I get in on this 60% chance of not doing that? And then the Cardinal schedule came out, and they've got one home ge- or one uh, uh, like primetime game, I think. And it's like, a, it's down to like one. a late Sunday. You have to have one. The league demands that every team gets a primetime game. And so they're, they're just on the bubble now. They get their one. And I don't even think their one is like a, and like no a real primetimer. I, I, I think it's the um, like the late Sunday game once that they give you know status to as a national game. And they're screwed. They're going to be terrible. Coyotes are no good. They play in a cracker box Arizona sports fans you've had it rough I only picked one I'm dumb enough to be a Cubs fan and a Suns fan I got my WNBA season pass and then you got that going on was it seven dollars eight seven ninety nine well Wycliffe is playing opening night so there might be a crowd there and he was at um something already for Brittany I don't know yeah he's hanging she got an award or something she gets all sorts of stuff for being a criminal the Fuji's main dude is going to play the WNBA game the first night. And I'm like, wow. That's and whatever happened to that controversy? What? When he was helping out raising money for, right. I think, Haiti. And there's like embezzling going on. Well, he's Haitian, so it's Haiti. <laughs> money plus Haiti equals trouble. And so I yeah, I don't pay attention to the Wycliffe scandals anymore. <laughs> that was years ago. Yeah, that kind of bounced off me. It's like, oh, Wycliffe scandal, eh? I think I can move on pretty well without oh, fire festival. <laughs> grabbing the details of the old Wycliffe special and carrying it with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discard that one. But yeah, so then you got that. And people are going to try to sell you that the WNBA championship means something. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, that's Arizona sports. Let's get a, uh, let's get a wake-up song for everybody kind of feeling. Tranny Rob's like, finally. Like, yeah, oh, Tranny Rob. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Now we can talk about farts and pooping more. Yep, we can. And we're still going to talk about... Sports, too. And the great Al McCoy. So long, Al. Just sitting in his garage. Well, that's the end of that. With a pipe hanging out of the muffler into his window. <laughs> if Al McCoy, legendary broadcaster, never made it back into his home, is he? Because you just got to assume he lived for this. Like, what's what's he going to do now? He's 90. I'm going to start some new endeavor. I'm getting into crypto. Right, what are you doing? Anyway, a wake-up song for our uh, for our feelings as a city. Uh, 585-9800, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. 
Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.